0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Columbus police are looking for a man they say shot and killed his estranged wife Monday afternoon. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more with Brian Steele of the Fraternal Order of Police. According to Columbus Police, the two have been separated for some time. Jose Gomez Santana lured Angel Gomez to the home. Columbus Police say Jose hid inside a vehicle parked in the driveway at the home, and when Angel arrived, he ambushed her and shot her several times before he took off. This is just the latest domestic violence homicide to happen in the city of Columbus. It's very hard. A lot of victims are caught in this trap. There's a reason we call it the the, the circle of violence. It's very hard to get out. There are resources out there. I'm Yolanda Harris. East of Akron, a four-year-old child is recovering after being struck by a driver who fled the scene. ONN's Stephanie Haney says it happened just north of Alliance. The hit and run happened in Lexington Township on Greenbauer Street Northeast. The four-year-old was transported to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries and is expected to be okay. Officials say the driver of the vehicle that hit the child is believed to have been driving an older model dark-colored sedan. Anyone with information is asked to call the Stark County Sheriff's Office. I'm Stephanie Haney. A woman was found dead in her backyard in Toledo yesterday from an apparent dog attack. ONN's Dave James has more. Police say a landscaping crew found the woman in the backyard of a house in West Toledo. Police said the victim, a 70-year-old female, had significant injuries possibly caused by her dog. A crew from Toledo Fire and Rescue was able to move the dog away from the injured person to try and revive her, but she was declared dead at the scene. The animal was taken later by the dog warden as detectives investigate. Dave James, ONN News. An apartment building more than 10 stories tall was evacuated overnight on the east side of Cleveland due to a two-alarm fire. Sixty firefighters responded to the accidental electrical blaze. Nobody was hurt. The largely Jewish Cleveland suburb of Beechwood is still reeling from the Brooklyn High School football team using the word Nazi for play calls during its game against Beechwood Friday night. ONN's Kaitor K reports. Beachwood Councilman Eric Sinnenberg. However many words there are in the English language, this is probably one of a small handful that you just don't say. Brooklyn City Schools has apologized and accepted the resignation of head football coach Tim McFarland on Monday, then promoting a longtime assistant coach to be interim head coach. But Sinnenberg questions if only the head coach should face consequences. The assistant coaches they obviously knew this was going to happen and allowed it to happen. One of them was just promoted to head coach. 4K and Beechwood. It's day 13 of the United Auto Workers strike that includes the Jeep plant in Toledo and parts distribution facilities in the Cleveland and Cincinnati areas. ONN's Doug Patcash has more with UAW President Sean Fain. Today, former President Trump says he is planning to visit auto workers in Detroit, something the UAW president calls ironic. In 2008, during the Great Recession, he blamed UAW members. He blamed our contracts for everything that was wrong with these companies. That's, that's, that's a complete lie. And this comes after yesterday when President Biden became the first sitting president ever to walk a picket line with union members. He told auto workers they deserve a pay raise and increase in other benefits. I'm Doug Petcash. The Ohio Redistricting Commission voted 7 nothing late last night to approve the new Ohio House and Senate district maps that could be in place until 2030. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. This modified map gives Democrats one more seat in the House, making it a 61-38 advantage for Republicans. The maps could still be decided on in the courts, but leaders on both sides of the commission say they believe the maps are constitutional. I'm Tracy Townsend. Democrats introduced a bill at the Statehouse today to raise Ohio's minimum wage from the current $10.10 per hour. ONN's Kevin Landers reports from Columbus. If this bill passes, it would raise the minimum wage $1 every year until it reaches $15 an hour. Democrat Herschel Craig of Columbus says this is about addressing poverty in our state. An Ohioan without children must earn $15.33 an hour to have a living wage in Ohio, according to the MIT Living Wage Calculator. By law, tipped employees right now receive $5.05 an hour under this bill. That would be eliminated. And they would get the full share of the minimum wage increase. Kevin Landers here at the State House. Cuyahoga County Council has taken the next step toward building a new jail, a $750 million project with a $38 million land purchase. More from ONN's Lydia Aspara. The county is looking at 72 acres of undeveloped land in Garfield Heights to make a campus where inmates can also rehabilitate. For some council members, now is the time. For others, 38 million is too much when there are other options. In the end, the resolution passed. Now, council is looking to pay from existing sales tax that expires in 2027. However, that is not enough money so they're looking for a 40-year sales tax extension. Lydia Spira in Cleveland. In northwest Ohio, Lake Erie's algae bloom continues to shrink. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has details. The most recent clear view of the lake came over the weekend. Scientists say it has shrunk to around 140 square miles. The bloom remains the most dense along the Michigan shore and in Maumee Bay and stretches toward Port Clinton. I'm Amanda Fay. The Cincinnati Reds beat the Cleveland Guardians 11-7 at Progressive Field last night. When the teams play again tonight, it will be the final home game for longtime Guardians manager Terry Francona, who's retiring. And if you're looking for the best in fall colors, Southeast Ohio has a spot for you. Brett Wharf has more. The 10 best destinations for fall foliage was released recently by USA Today, and Hocking Hills was ranked number three in the U.S. Experts say the wet spring and sunny summer are to thank for the 13,000 acres of autumn views. There are many ways to get a look. You can drive or hike. Hocking Hills Scenic Air Tours will also offer a unique look. Zip lining, off-road Segway tours, and horseback riding are all options in the area, too. Brett Wharf, ONN News, Southeast Ohio. Special thanks to our TV affiliates, WBNS in Columbus, WKYC in Cleveland, and WTOL in Toledo, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.